So here we are this morning. And um, this morning, I, I, I just want to send you regards from Pastor. He's still in Punjab. So last night, somebody asked me, where's Pastor? He's still there. They are preaching this morning. And tomorrow, they are flying back and arriving on Tuesday morning at 5 in the morning. Okay? So pray for Pastor. I mean, I really salute him. He's small, but he's very strong. <laughs> Yeah, he's small but he's very strong and he's very disciplined. You have a very good pastor, okay? Thank you for praying for him and please continue to pray for him that God will strengthen him, anoint him and use him mightily for his kingdom. Can you say amen? I'm not saying this because he's my husband, okay? But I live with this man and I travel with him. You know, he wakes up at 3 and 4 in the morning and uh, really God speaks to him and he's at his work, at his desk and, and just, you know, hearing what... The Lord has to say to the people. And at the same time, he has the strength to go on and he eats very little. He eats so little, you know. Uh, and he has the tenacity to travel. For me, I, I went with him in my last month. It was, yeah, like crazy. Brother Go say it's like crazy. I went uh, on three time zones from the south, south hemisphere to the northern hemisphere. And then I came back. I conked out already. I just cannot tahan. I'm, I was knocked out. I was knocked out from 6.30 p.m. until 6.30 a.m. the next day. And uh, my, I, when I woke up the next day, I saw my phone. I got 25 missed calls from my daughter. You know, why 25 missed calls? Because I never answered. She thought I was dead. <laughs> she kept asking her daughter, sister, please go and check on mom. Please go and check on mom. <laughs> really, uh, I was really flat out. But I thank God that he sustained us. Hmm? God is the sustainer of our lives. Can I hear an Amen. He sustains us. He gives us the strength. He gives us tenacity. He gives us joy. We praise Him. Our lives are owed to the Lord. If not for Jesus, we are nothing. We are nothing. Can I hear an amen? That's why we give Him all the glory and all the honor. Well, this morning, I'm going to speak to you on something that we have never ever spoken of before in our church. Never ever spoken before in our church. This topic has never ever risen in our church before. But I'm happy to say and I'm proud to say that we are practicing this topic that I'm talking about. Culture of honour. Culture of honour. We never taught it to you and we never spoke about it to you. But because the word of God has been given to us at Grace Church Shah Alam, because you have been raised to understand God's word in a mature way, each one of us here, this morning sitting here, you are actually practicing the word of God. And we are actually, as a church, practicing a culture of honor. Why do I say this? Because it takes a prophet to recognize that our church, Gracious Sha'alam, is a church that is cultivating, that is immersed, that is living in a culture of honor. Because we honor one another, because we esteem one another as higher than ourselves because we do, do not disregard uh, the color of we, we disregard the color of our skin. We do not look down on each other. We do not even look down on children or youth. We allow the young people, we allow the, the, the children, allow the elders to participate in ministry and to enjoy the fellowship of love together. Amen. This is a church with a culture of honor. And how do I know it? Because it was it was confirmed. It was confirmed to me right in Belgium when I was speaking to Pastor Christophe, uh, Christophe Blom. He's Christophe Blom, not Christophe Bloom. Okay? You call him Christophe Bloom. He was like, oh, my name is not, Christ not Bloom. I'm Blom. <laughs> so he's Christophe Blom. 
Uh, we are privileged to be with him, with his family, with his church, and with the churches that he, that he introduced to us in, uh, in Belgium. I mean, they, are, they love God, they are good people, they desire the Holy Spirit and desire God's will to be done in their lives. Wonderful people. And we had time to fellowship with them and to share with, heart to heart with them and to see how they worship God. You know? And so Christoph told me, you know, uh, Lifan, I'm so happy, I'm so blessed that I have come into fellowship with you and Pastor David. He, he actually said that to me. He said, over the coffee table in his home, he said, I'm so happy that I, my life is connected with yours. So his life has been connected with, his, with us, his ministry, for past eight years or so. And uh, he has grown to know us. He has come here and ministered year after year. And uh, he, has, he has actually lived in our homes, lived in my son's home, my home, in, in Joanna's home, and seen our families and been, you know, prophesying and preaching to you. He loved every one of you and he remembers your name. He traveled with us to mission trips together. Last year when we were in missions in, in India, I mean, we had such fine, crazy time together in Jonathan's room and laughing and Betty, yeah? Betty, where are you? Betty, where are you? I can't see. Is she around? She's gone out. Uh, can somebody please tell them to come back inside, stop counting the money? Please ask them to come inside. They need to hear the word. I'm serious. Thank you. <laughs> Hello, Holly. You all love me? Yeah, come on. Come on, let's do that later. You know what Jesus did? He chased out the money changers, okay? <laughs> well, anyway, let's say back to, the, back to what I want to say. You know, Pastor Christoph was really so blessed, so blessed. And he said, you know, Life Fund, your church practices a culture of honor. Even you do not, you do not uh, advertise it as such. You know, people like to brand name their church. Our church is a church of this, this, that. We don't brand name our church and we don't, we don't uh, publicize it so much. But he said, your church is a church that practices a culture of honor. Why did he say that? Because he felt honored when he came to be with us. He felt honored when we were in fellowship with him. He felt honored when we went and ministered in his church and when we spoke to the people and when we visited his home, he felt honored. And he said, you guys practice a culture of honor. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you happy today? Are you happy? So give yourselves a hand of, come on, clap for yourselves. Happy. We are people with a culture of honor. You do. We honor one another and we esteem one another as higher than ourselves. Okay? So is honor a virtue? Friends, yeah, we go to our scripture this morning, Matthew 20, 25, 26. Jesus called them to himself. He called his disciples to himself. Maybe we read the word together. Can we read it together aloud? I want to hear your voices this morning, okay? Let's do this together. One, two, three. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know the rulers of the Gentiles, lord it over them. And those who are great exercise authority over them. Yet, it shall not be so among you. Let's repeat this. Yet, it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your servant. Servanthood. Servanthood. Serve one another Serve one another in honor. Serve one another in respect. Serve one another in love, genuine love. And when we hug one another, it is genuine love. 
you know, when we go to Belgium, everyone kiss, everyone kiss. One time, two time, three times. Sometimes a bit awkward, no? Because they are French. They are French speaking. What they will do. And, and they smack, they smack. They really, they really smack. <laughs> we are not so used to the culture, right? I sit back home, we, we hug, we hug. And so here, friends, we need to honor. Jesus teaches to honor. Yeah? And yes, honor is a virtue. Is, is it a good thing for us to embrace honor? Yes, it is good for us to embrace honor. We need to teach it to our children, to our family, to our friends, to one another. And not only teach honor, but we also practice honoring one another. Put God's word into practice. It, this is what life is all about. Yeah, I can know all things about God. I can memorize scripture after scripture. I can quote the scriptures of God. But if I do not practice the word of God, if I live a life that is hard, that is judgmental, that has no grace, then when little children see me, they run away and hide, then I'm not being Christ-like. It's no point. Friends, we need to practice the word of God. Can I hand amen to that? So practice this culture of honor, Grace Church. Hallelujah. We preserve it. Preserve it. Let us do our part to preserve the culture of honor. Bahasa section, Tamil section, English section, Chinese section, the same. The Chinese people, yeah, they call their children, come, 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 call uncle, call auntie. What is that? That is a culture of honor. Shake hands, you know, respect each other. All right? So, number one, honor is a virtue. It is a virtue. Living by virtue, that's our lifestyle. Show respect. But firstly, before we show respect to others, friends, we need to show respect to ourselves. Respect yourself. And how do you respect yourself? Hmm? The Bible tells us, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. Where you don't go around being proud that you have achieved such and such and such a thing. But rather, you need to think of yourself highly. You need to think that you are created by God, that you are special, that you are significant. That whatever little that you do can mean much in the hands of the master. Can I hear an amen? Whatever little thing you give to God, God will be able to use it, expand it, multiply it, and bring it back to be a blessing to so many and also to yourself. Friends, don't underestimate yourself. Don't ever disrespect yourself. Take care of yourself. Take care of your health. Take care of your body. Because we know the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Can I hear an amen? So respect yourself. Dress well. Keep proper. I, I don't have to tell you all these things. We all know how to do it. Okay? So respect yourself. People who do not respect themselves, they get depressed. Huh? So we need to respect ourselves. And we have to respect others. We have to respect other people and respect the rules that we live by. There are rules. There are unwritten rules. Very simple, very simple. In our homes, we all have unwritten rules. Like, if you mess up, you clean up. If you, you go to the kitchen, you mess up, you clean up. Right or not? After you have eaten, take your things, go keep, go wash. Am I right? These are little things that we live by. These are rules that we live by. Huh? So we need to respect those rules. You know, in, in Joanna's home, I, past few days I've been there. and I, It's very funny. Uh, 
I hope they don't mind me saying, uh, they have this little dog, okay, they got a little dog, and then they have got these four children, don't count the dinner, these four children, they must take care of cleaning the dog poo, okay, cleaning the dog mess every day, every day. So, one day, one person's turn. So, by, when it came to Aiden's turn, I heard him saying, Seriously? Riley, seriously? Do I have to clean this black thingy? <laughs> I couldn't help but just laughing, laughing to myself. These are rules. So this is, yeah, today is your turn. She said very stern. Yeah, today is your turn. You got to do it. <laughs> then he went to the toilet. Then the father shouted, Aidan, I want to go to the toilet. <laughs> because before he cleans, he must go to, he, he want to stall. So he would go to the toilet. <laughs> he would sit there. <laughs> then the father shouted again, Aidan, where are you? I'm in the toilet. <laughs> but eventually, he has to do it. And he has to clean it because it was his duty. So respect. Respect your job, respect your duty, respect one another and nicely go and do what you're supposed to do so that there will be peace and order in your home. Can you hear an amen? People like me, I'm outsider in that sense. I keep quiet. I keep quiet, I don't say anything, but I will laugh. I will laugh and enjoy myself. So, honor is a virtue. It is a virtue. Live by the rules, okay? It's an honorable thing also when you come to the house of God and you worship God together with your family and friends. It's an honorable thing. Praise God, you are here this morning. Amen. Are you glad to be in God's house this morning? Hallelujah. So good to worship Him. So we pray that God's goodness will come upon each and every family. And together for worship together as a family is our priority. Don't say, ayah, Sunday again. I think today I don't think. No. It's a priority and an honor to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. So, a few things about honor is a virtue. Firstly, you keep your word. Friends, keep your word. Whatever you have promised to do, do it. If you tell your husband, okay, today I'm going to cook a nice meal for you when you come back. Well, whether it rains heavily, too heavily, your roof is leaking, you've got no time to go to the supermarket, somehow, somehow you have to go and get something nice for him. Because you made a promise. If you promise your children something, I'm going to take you for a nice holiday. Go to Disneyland, Tokyo Disneyland. Ah, don't say it. Unless you mean it, you have the means, then you do it. Alright? We have to keep our word. And this was what happened to me recently. Um, I had to go to the dentist. Kong Seng, are you here? I didn't see you. <laughs> My confession. Because I can't imagine myself sitting in chair opening and let Kong Seng see everything, every nasty thing in my mouth. So, he's a very good dentist. I had my tooth extracted and I was bleeding. And I was traumatized. I was traumatized because the tooth had actually fractured and broken into three pieces. And, and they had to take out the roots. Sorry, yeah. It was, I was traumatized. But after that, I was driving home. And suddenly I remember, Alama, I promised my grandson, Carson, that I would buy him sausage buns the day before. I promised. So I can't go. How I wanted to go back and go under my sheets and nurse myself. You know, I feel sorry for myself. My husband not around, you see. So I want to nurse myself and, and feel comforted. But then I thought, you know, I promised him. So I have to drive to the local bakery with the big cotton thing bleeding in my mouth, the thingy thing, swollen. <laughs> I went in, looked for the sausage buns, bought what I wanted without saying a word, and then I, I drove home. Friends, we swear to our own hurt. Literally. We swear to our own hurt. We have promised. We must keep our promise. So you promise to go for church camp next year? Make sure you register quickly. 
Amen? Register quickly. Don't go and think, ah, I want to go Tokyo Disneyland first. No, that's the date to come for camp. That's why we put it up so early. Hallelujah. God has a good plan for us. Amen? And the plan includes you. It includes you. Huh? Don't excuse yourself. Secondly, you keep time. Time and appointment is so very important. It shows that you are honorable. When you say, okay, I will be there at such and such a time, make sure you go there and you be on time. So last night I went for some wedding and I parked myself in a, the, in a shopping mall so far from the hotel. I have to walk out in the rain and go into it. Why? Because I was silly, I was stupid. Yeah, I went to the wrong parking mall. And then I, I, I have to keep time. I didn't want to drive again, go out, get stuck in the jam and, 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 and you know, do all over again. So keep your time, keep your appointment. Just do it, even if it means hurt to yourself, right? We cannot make excuses because it is honorable. Everyone say the word honorable. It is honorable for you. You will be a person of honor when you keep your appointment and you keep time. Okay? Let's do that. It's simple. Today is a very simple message. We know Jesus, Jesus went out all the way to speak to a Samaritan woman by appointment. He knew she would be there. Of course, we know that our God is honorable. But this woman... This woman who is dishonorable, this woman who is an adulteress, who had had five husbands, and the one that she's living with now is not, obviously Jesus knew, because Jesus pointed it all to her. But to Jesus, it didn't mean anything. He could change a, a, a dishonorable woman into a woman who is honorable. Friends, Jesus has, he's our miracle make worker. We sang about it. Amen? He's our miracle worker. He changed he changes lives and transforms lives. I pray this morning that he will be able to do that to us. Open our hearts to receive from the Lord. Let God change, uh, change us. If there are areas in us, like Jonathan once preached, Nineveh is in you, time to change. That's your, your Nineveh. Time to change and we need to change. Okay? So here we are. This woman who came, she kept her appointment to herself. Her appointment was to go and collect Water at noon day every day. That was her appointment to herself. She too made an appointment because at that time nobody would be there. No woman would be there to, to gossip about her life and to talk about her. She wanted time off for herself. She had her own appointment. She kept time and she went. And because she kept time and she went, she met with the Lord. So friends, keep your appointment. When you have cell groups, Prime meetings, Bible studies, keep the appointment. Try to keep the appointment because that appointment would make it an appointment with Jesus. Amen. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful for you and it is good for you. Right? Let's do that. Huh? So on Tuesday, we want to see you come for your appointment. All right? So we know that. And of course, we know that Jesus, he revealed to this woman, true worshiper, he said to her, a true worshipper is one who worships in spirit and in truth. Why reveal this super spiritual truth about worship to this woman who is... To us, we feel... But Jesus honors her. Not for the sin that she does, but for, the, for her self-worth. Jesus looks... He loves sinners. He doesn't love the sin, but he loves sinners. And he loves us. And he knows that he can transform our lives and change our lives and make us presentable 
make us beautiful in His time. Can you hear an amen? Yeah, that is our wonderful God. Okay, so keep your appointment. And uh, the third thing is aspire to do the right thing. Living by virtue, huh? virtuous living. Do the right thing. Not do the popular thing. Not do the thing that everybody, everybody is going there, so I'm going there. Oh, that place, people just go there, crowd there. Just go. Don't. Do it. Because God is speaking to you. Because God has a word for you. Do the right thing. Live by righteous laws and righteous living. Can I hear an amen? Yeah? Don't be influenced so easily. Huh? The popular way. You remember, Jesus always tells us and he reminds us because wide is the road that leads to destruction. Many people do it doesn't mean it is right. It doesn't mean you have to judge every action by the word of God. That's why you need to know God's word and you need to hear the word of God, the word of truth that is spoken to you. Can you amen? Right? So narrow is the way. Narrow is the way that leads to life. Seems to be contradicting, but this is, this is the teaching of the Lord and it is the truth. You shall know the truth. The truth shall set you free. Amen? Right? So we are going to be set free today. Eh? Keep your, uh, aspire to do the right thing. Okay, uh, Psalm 14 verse 4 tells us, great, uh, sorry, God is present in the company of the righteous. God is present. So this morning we gather in his name, he is present. Amen. He is present in the company of the righteous. Husbands and wives, your family, you gather together, you pray and you seek God, you are the righteous. God is in your midst. He is present in your midst, even though you don't feel him. Yeah, he is there among you. Honor him and he will honor you. Psalm 37 verse 3, trust in the Lord and do good. Yeah, and cultivate faithfulness. Friends, be faithful. Be faithful to one another. Be faithful to your spouse. Be faithful to your husband, wives. Be faithful to your family, your children. Be faithful to your cell group. Be faithful to your church. Be faithful in your job. Be faithful. Can I hear an Amen. This is honorable. God wants us to be faithful people. Can I hear an amen? The reason we are here is because we are faithful. Yeah? We are faithful and God is happy. So be faithful in doing the right thing, friends. I want to encourage us this morning. A very simple message. Even if your task is small, be faithful. Be faithful. Number two, honor is important. It is important. Alright, very simple message. Genesis 20 verse 12. This is such a common commandment. We all know that. We all know that. I cannot say none of us do not know. But we need to be reminded again. Genesis 20 verse 12. To, let's read this together. Let's read this together. Ready, go. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that your Lord God is giving you. Simple. No argument about that. Honor your father and your mother. It doesn't say honor them because they have done this for you, they have done that for you. Just honor them. It doesn't, doesn't say honor them because they never argue with you. They, or they, no, just honor them. Huh? And by honoring them, we mean treating them well, treating them with respect, loving them, showing compassion, be kind to them, doing things for them, especially as they are aging and growing old. Uh, sad like sad. Because in our today's society, we, we send our old folks to, uh, you know, home care and uh, 
facilities that we, we feel that is comfortable for them. And, you know, it, it's sad. But my mom, um, I told myself this morning, I'm not going to talk much about myself, but I just need you to know. My mom looked after her two mother-in-laws, her, her mother and her mother-in-law, till they, they were old and they, were, and they died. You know, and she's blessed today. She's blessed. This coming week, we're going to celebrate her 88th birthday. Yeah, she's blessed. So, friends, we need to, you want to live long. This is a promise. This is God's promise. You want to live long. Do you want to live long? Yes? No? Drop off your chair, tell me. Do you want to live long? The answer is not convincing enough. Do you want to live long? Hey, do you want to live long? Ah, better. <laughs> okay, me too. Huh? So let's honor our fathers and our mothers. Bless them. Do good to them. Can you hear an amen? Yeah? Praise God. Let's do that. It's important. A culture of honor recognizes the importance of life and family structure. Okay? Where there is father and there is mother. Grandfather, grandmother. Man, woman. We teach this to our children. Okay? So that they can grow up being complete, loving young people. They are not confused. Who am I? What am I doing? This is something that we need to impart to our children and our children's children. Can I hear an amen? We are part and parcel of this society that we are building a culture of honor. Don't give up and say, you cannot do anything about this. The world is rampaging, yes. Sin abounds, yes. It, 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 will, it, it will astound you at to, as to what's happening around the world. We are so cushioned. In Malaysia, we are so cushioned. Yeah, we have a lot of things that we are not happy about, but we thank God. We thank God that in Malaysia, we are still very safe. You are still very safe. Your children are safe. They go to schools. Okay, we send them to homeschool. They go to school. They learn proper things. All right? And, and uh, they are protected. And we have the church. Can I? And amen. We have a thriving church and we have you and I to help one another, to, to advise and to counsel our children, to love our children so that they will grow up wholesome. Can I? Amen. Wholesome. And they are not confused young people. We need to impart this culture of honor to them, uh, to honor father and mother. So uh, it, this works for, for every home. Father and mother, we are one. You are one. When your children see you, you are actually one. So if there's anything that you disagree concerning the children, don't do it in front of them. Just not in front of them. In front of them, your decision must be the same. Papa say yes. Mommy also must, be, must say yes. Papa said no. Mommy also must say no. If you disagree, go to the room and then talk about it. But not argue and shout and yell and quarrel in front of the children. That it shows no respect for father or for mother. So practical this morning's message. Come on. <laughs> Praise God. I have to tell it. Okay, I have to tell it. When the truth is spoken, we all will be free. Huh? So honor. And we teach our children to respect one another. Brothers respect sisters. Sisters respect brothers. Boys respect girls. Girls respect boys. Okay? Teach them. And uh, children, obey your parents. Parents say, Amen. Okay, this is God's word. Parents, do not provoke your children to anger. Also, this is God's word. We don't provoke them and make them angry and make them frustrated. 
you know, don't dangle a carrot in front of them and make them achieve something that they cannot achieve. Uh, when I was in Europe, I, I, I was told that this family was going through a lot of problems. And what is the main problem is this, this dad would gather his four boys in front of him and for two hours he will sit them with them every evening and he will read God's word to them and make them memorize God's word and then he will lecture them this is what you must do this not what you must do this what you cannot do this what you must do and uh, and then he will tell them your mom is like this your mom is like that your this is like that you cannot follow and every day the children are subject to all this mental torture friends this is provoking your children and they're not allowed to express themselves. They're not allowed. Otherwise, they will be given a tick-off. They will give, be given a beating and a belt. Friends, this is not the way to raise our children. Not a way. Okay? So, do it with grace. Do it with truth. Do it with love. Let love be our motivation. Can I hear amen? Love. Huh? So, don't provoke your children to anger. Husbands, you're not left out. Love your wives. Love your wives. Don't understand them. Just love them. All right? They need to go shopping. Give them money to shop. Love them. And wives, submit to your own husbands. Yeah? This is all part and parcel of being honorable to one another. Okay? Honorable to one another. And um, it is important. Huh? Did I mention that? Sometimes... Uh, Pastor will tell me, he will tell me, actually he has spoken to me, he said, actually for the men, it is a, it's a psychologist will say, for, uh, for a man, his greatest need is respect and honour. Respect and honour for a man, there's no other need for him but respect and honour. And it's true, I Google, I Google and I found out, oh yeah, it's true, what Pastor is telling me is the truth. <laughs> Now we Google very easily, right? I'm learning. So, yeah, it's true. You have to show your man, your husband, the man in the house, respect and honour. Because that is the thing that will feed him and help him to be the man that God wants him to be. He needs to respect himself. He needs to know that you respect him, the children respect him, the, the wife respect him. Okay? So, wives, we have a very important task to honour your husband. You have to show him uh, honour and respect. Not just... Not just say, but do something and allow your children, teach your children to honour and respect their father. Okay? Don't do it the way your mother did. Don't do it the way you see on TV. Don't do it the way your friends advise you. Sometimes their well-meaning advice may not be right. Okay? Do it yourself with conviction of the Holy Spirit. Huh? Amen. Respect your man and honour him. Okay? Honour is the path of integrity. The third point, honesty and trust. I'm very, very quickly going to finish. Um, very, very, very quickly, I'm finishing. Honor is the path of integrity. Central, is central, okay, to integrity. Character is built and perfected in the challenges that you face. When you face challenges, who you are, and nobody sees you, that's who you are. How you react to the challenges in your life huh, will form your character. So when you face challenges, friends, be positive about it. Hold on to faith knowing that God, who through testing, will help you to come out of it stronger, stronger. When nobody else is watching, that's when God is watching over you. So what you do in secret is so important. Okay? So your character is who you are and what you do when no one is watching. You think no one is watching, but God is. Huh? Amen? 
God is always watching over us. He never keeps his eye off us. So it is very, very um, important. Now we keep this part of integrity. Be Give honor where honor is due. Number four, I end with this. Give honor where honor is due. We Asians, we, we don't like to praise. We don't, correct or not? Maybe we are changing. I hope we are changing. Because in Grace Church, we are practicing the culture of honor. We praise. Hmm? We praise. And when we praise, we genuinely praise. We don't flatter. Sometimes pastor will tell me, when people praise you, you just smell, sniff it. But don't, don't drink it. Because if you drink, like perfume, you know, you smell like perfume. But because if you drink perfume, it becomes poisonous. <laughs> you will die. So when people praise you, you just sniff it and say thank you. Right? But be genuine. Be genuine in our praises. Be genuine in our uh, relationship with one another. Yeah, friends? So we can be open and we can be frank. Okay? So here we are. Give honor where honor is due. Give honor, first of all, we know, to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords. That's why we are here to worship God. And we praise Him and we honor Him. And such a joy to worship Him. Right? So before I end this, we ask also the worship team to come and, and to get ready. We honor the Lord and we praise Him with all our hearts. We give Him glory. That's wonderful. We honor. And uh, we honor the Son. Jesus says, honor Him. Honor the Son. Jesus himself says, honor the Son. Talking about himself. Honor me. Who will dare to say, honor me? Jesus, our King, our Righteous One, our Messiah, our Savior, the Sinless One. He says, honor me. Honor the Son. Because whoever honors the Son, you honor the Father. Whoever does not honor Jesus, you don't honor the Father. So we honor the Son, Jesus Christ, with our lives with our sacrifices, with our thanksgiving, with our praises, with our givings, with our life. We honor Him and we honor our God. Isn't it such a wonderful life? It's a wonderful life. Are you glad? Friends, are you glad this morning that you are chosen out of so many billions of people in the world? You are chosen to honor the Lord, to honor Jesus, the Christ, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I am honored. Hallelujah. Praise Him. Praise Him. We need to honor. We honor our parents for their hard work. You know, I told mom, I said, this week we're going to celebrate your birthday. Ayah, no need to celebrate lah. All Chinese people say, well, no need lah, no need lah. Ayah, no need to celebrate. I don't want lah. Then I said, oh, you don't want ang pao ah? Oh, I want ang pao. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want ang pao. Ah, then you must celebrate your birthday. Then ang pao will come. Okay? We honor them. So honor your parents. Honor the... Your, your, your children who do well in exams, we all honor them. Honor. Honor our cell leaders. Honor the leaders in the house. Yeah, honor those who serve God, the VIPs. We honor you, the VIPs. Those who are serving week after week, you come early for the pre service and you serve us and you make the house ready. We honor. I honor Pastor Stefan. I mean, he does such a tremendous job. I mean, we are so blessed. We are so blessed. Make a house ready for Christmas. He did this, you know, and. and uh, Joanna and him went with all their children and they went and buy the trimmings and everything. I mean, it's not easy for them, but they do it. Why? Because they love God and they honor the Lord. Such a blessing. We are such a blessing. So we honor. We honor people. We honor our leaders. We honor pastor. Teach your children to wish pastor in the morning. Teach your children to come up and say good morning. Shake hands. Hello? Do we do that? Don't wait for pastor to come and shake your hand. Come to him and shake his hand. 
Yeah? Amen? Amen. Honor them. Thank you. Yeah? Pictures are ready. Okay, thank you. Pictures are ready. We honor. Okay, we honor also people who speak into our lives. Men and women of God who speak into our lives, we honor them. So, there are many ways of honoring friends. Huh? You compliment them, you say thank you, you show appreciation, yeah? you overlook mistakes, you forgive one another. That is being honorable. You honor each other. Yeah, you encourage each other, you help one another. These are ways of honoring one another. So I pray this morning that our outlook on life and our practice of this culture of honor will continue to grow and to expand in each one of us, in each one of our lives. And we grow up to be people, to be men and women of God. We grow up. We're already growing up. Yeah, we have grown already. But we are still growing. <laughs> we are still growing. And that God can work in each one of us. Good things. Good things. That when people look at you, they are happy. They are blessed. They are blessed. They can look at you in the eye and say, You have been a blessing to me. I thank you for coming into my life, for being a part of my life. Amen? We don't say that. Because we are Asians, we don't say. But we have to say. And we have to learn express and to say our feelings of 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 honoring to one another amen